best restaurant in Europe and also the world's best restaurant 2012 is Noma. So, René Redzepi and his team raised the roof on Monday night after being crowned the world's best place to eat for a third year in a row. But from a Team GB perspective, the list of the world's 50 best restaurants doesn't make for a great read. Only three UK restaurants actually made it onto the list, and for the first time ever, not one of them are in the top five. I'm Luke Nichols, and this is a Big Hospitality podcast. Fresh off the stage after collecting his award, Big Hospitality caught up with Redzepi, who revealed his own bemusement at the poor British showing. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I think that coming to London is like a city of total crazy uh, opportunities, you know, from the best curries to outrageously delicious pubs to supper clubs. And you go out, uh, you know, just outside the city, there's places like Whitstable and the Sportsman, you know, which I think is a mind-blowing place. And, you know, I'm, I'm all mates with Sad Baines. We've been friends uh, for decades. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess that um, I, I, I don't know what the solution is, and I don't even know why. Uh, but that, this is the way that this list moves. You know, there is there is um, movement in it. Many of the once dependable representatives of the nation, the likes of Restaurant Gordon Ramsay, St John, and Hibiscus, didn't make the cut. Richard Vines, the UK and Ireland panel chair for World's 50 Best, told us that he also wants to see more British restaurants on the list. I, mean, I think the UK restaurant scene is brilliant, but we're coming from quite a low base. So the overall standard has risen phenomenally, even over the past five or six years. But we don't have a history of you know really fine restaurants, you know, that somewhere like Paris has, for example. So I want to see more London restaurants, more UK restaurants on the list. But I want them to be there for merit, not from uh, not from some kind of favouritism. Uh, this year is highest new entry and piling in at the phenomenal night spot on the world's 50 best restaurant list. It's dinner by Esmond Blumenthal. Before heading up on stage to collect this one, we asked dinner's head chef Ashley Palmer Watts why he thinks there were the joint lowest number of UK restaurants on this year's list. I mean, even if you take London alone, there's so many restaurants, so many talented chefs, even outside of London as well. There's only so many votes to go round, and, and I guess that without being a voter on the inside, I, I could only say there's, there's a lot of competition and there's only so many votes. We then put the same question to Brett Graham, whose restaurant was the highest climber, jumping from 34th on the list up to 14th. I don't know, actually. I think... There's probably so many parts of the world that are being judged now that I think probably, you know, comparative to the population, you know, it's probably about right, maybe. Um, I'm sure there's probably a couple of restaurants that probably should have been in the list in the UK, but there's probably other restaurants in America that should have been in the list as well, you know. So I think it's one of those things. Also, I think it's got a bit to do with the, the time, the, the, the journey of a restaurant. You know, a restaurant could be really hot this year and next year and the year after, not do anything different but someone else you knew opens and so that becomes the favourite and that becomes every time someone comes to London instead of come delivery in a couple of years I'll be going to somewhere else and they'll become the sort of you know the sort of place that's firing on all cylinders at that, at that time. After the awards we spoke to even more industry faces who thought that Britain's culinary talent was somewhat underrepresented. I would have liked to have seen Satbane's right. uh, restaurant Satbane's. I would have liked to have seen Stephen Harris at the Sportsman in Whitstable. Other people would disagree with me and suggest other people. That's restaurant critic Jay Rayner. 
Despite wanting to see more homegrown talent on the list, Rayner goes on to highlight one final point and one which is really worth remembering in a year in which we should be celebrating our nation's food. Frankly, if it wasn't for one chef having two restaurants, we'd have almost nothing on the list. But the important thing is to understand that actually what's really interesting in Britain is going on below that level. At the mid-market and, I don't want to call it the bottom of the market, but the cheaper market, brilliant stuff is happening in this country. There's a lot of pop-ups turning into permanent restaurants. There's um, a lot of young chefs who are going it alone. Street vans turning into permanent restaurants where you can eat for 20 quid a head, even if you push the boat out. And that is really, really exciting. Honestly, I think possibly a little more exciting than the kind of restaurants that are listed on the list tonight.